Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, a resilience podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome, like anxiety, obesity, health, and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. I thought I would take a bit of a pause from interviewing this week to do a solo episode. So we have been interviewing some great guests. We dug all into environmental and food allergies with Dr. Karen Kaufman. That was a great episode. Talked about dysfunctional eating with Amy Johnson. I've had so many wonderful interviews recently, but wanted to spend a little bit of time also digging into some more personal things that I think many people are working through right now. I've got a number of episodes lined up in the future that are all interview based as well. And I think it's going to be really exciting for everybody to dive into some of those topics, but thought a bit of a break in between might be helpful. So I wanted to touch on something that I'm just hearing from so many people right now as we're transitioning again in this crazy COVID time. And so Everyone is trying to figure out what they should be doing. And this is something that I've talked openly with my therapist about as well. The fact that I'm just really not sure about what I should be doing. Should I be celebrating the fact that things are opening up um, or open in some cases? Should I be still tentative, still concerned? Should I be somewhere in between of those two? Um, Should I be really making my social calendar as busy as possible to take advantage of the fact that we can actually do stuff? Or should I be, you know, taking a measured approach that's kind of more consistent with my more introverted personality? And I really sat down with my therapist and, and you know, went over all of this. And I'll say that her advice was um, really great. And I thought I would share it with others in that she said, you need to approach it in what's right for you. So I thought it was a really good reminder of how we can all get caught up in that FOMO, that fear of missing out. We see people posting things, you know, we ask people um, at work or, you know, if you're still doing work online, what they're up to and you hear the list of this, that and the next and you think, oh, well, should I be doing that? Should I also be having a barbecue or should I also be visiting people and and what's safe and what's proper and what's right? And of course, you know, you want to follow whatever the rules have been put in place within your jurisdiction. And here in Ontario, things have finally relaxed a little bit after, you know, quite a long spring lockdown. We're kind of hitting... Um, a more exciting time and then it's also coinciding with summer vacations for a lot of people and it's left a lot of us wondering what the heck we should be doing and so I really loved my therapist's advice in terms of doing what feels right for you so some of the things that we've been doing are camping we bought a trailer last summer and so we've been going out in our trailer doing some weekend camping trips not far away the farthest we've driven is about an hour from our home so we really feel like keeping things close is 
is good right now. It makes us feel a little bit more comfortable. We're not having huge trips with a lot of stops or anything like that. That seems to be working for us right now and I'm loving just getting away from the home a little bit. Um, Even though I still kind of have to cook while we're camping, it's still not the same as being at home in my kitchen. You know, I tend to plan all the meals before we go. So when we're there, it's kind of just putting things together or executing it, but everything's kind of planned and ready to go. So that's been something we've been enjoying. The kids are loving when there's a place to swim. We've had some great beaches. um, And I've been really enjoying the ability to just be active, walking a lot. It seems to be the only time I can convince my husband to go for a walk. So that's been really nice, getting out in nature and all that kind of stuff. So camping's been something that I've seen a lot of people doing, and I think it's something that a lot of people feel like they can be safe with. And you have that luxury of kind of being close to people at the beach or at the parks of the campsite, but then also taking those breaks and retreating. And that's something that I'm noticing is that with my personality, I don't typically have a full social calendar. I try to do maybe one thing a weekend or, you know, plan something. And sometimes it's as simple as just taking my kids somewhere fun. You know, it doesn't have to be a big, it's not like I'm going to a party every weekend. But I think that uh, for me, this is an approach that's working and making me feel a little more comfortable. My daughter and I did um, a girls weekend. This is something that she and I have been wanting to do for the last six months. I had wanted to do it for her for her birthday, but things were still not open here to the way that I, you know, would have liked. And I felt like it was kind of a waste for us to go um, and do this girls weekend when, you know, we still couldn't eat anywhere. Um, Everything was still takeout. It just didn't seem in my mind to be worth it. So we waited until um, this past weekend and I put some stuff up on my Instagram. It's at Sarah Lady Gluten. If you want to see a few photos or on my Facebook page as well Um, and and we really had fun we got to stay at a hotel and it's a hotel that my daughter feels looks like a castle so it made her feel really special and royal in the castle and we were able to go out for some food so we kind of made a little list ahead of time she really wanted to go to Menchie's which is her favorite um, frozen yogurt place and they also have sorbet that's dairy free which I love so we went to Menchie's and it cost a fortune but we enjoyed it And then we also went out for Japanese food for dinner. Uh, We don't have a local Japanese restaurant here, so she really wanted to go to one. Being in, we were in downtown Ottawa, so there was a lot of selection of different places. She wanted to go to a big bookstore. She's really into reading, so we did that and spent a bunch of time in the bookstore and picked out books, and that was really fun as well. Um, Just kind of made it honestly like a yes trip for her, and even though it was focused on so much of the things she wanted to do, I think it was just for me. I felt happy. I was only trying to please one person instead of all the people in the house. Um, You know, meal-wise, we were able to 
agree on these things that we wanted ahead of time. And so, you know, I made reservations and things like that so that it was easy as we were moving through the time. Um, we did do a little shopping. She bought a jacket that she loved inside a store and she really wanted scrunchies. So we also bought some of those. And that was really it. We hung out. We got um, some late night French fries and we watched America's Got Talent on the TV. We don't have cable at home. We just have like Netflix and, and different streaming services. So uh, to watch America's Got Talent was kind of something that was um, unique for us, I guess. And, you know, we cuddled and it was just, it was such a nice time to just relax and get away. We did do a little swimming, but we had to book a time. Um, we didn't get swimming until the next morning and then we also went for like a late brunch kind of thing and uh, she got pancakes and I had um, you know more of a traditional breakfast and and it was just lovely and again it was within 45 minutes of our home I did feel a little uncomfortable at times I was really torn about masks in the street and I felt you know people were doing everything um some people were wearing them some people were not I initially didn't think we would because it was quite hot but um as we got into the busier areas definitely even when we were outside I had them on us and then um you know some of the rules in Ontario are that if you're sitting down at a meal you can take it off and so things like that made it more comfortable and uh certainly when we were inside stores and things like that we had to have them on and and we just we kind of started to roll with it and we just made the best of it and I was really worried like I said about whether it would be worth it to do it even in even in the time where there were the protocols and the masking and I felt like it was worth it and I felt like we were to, able to do things in a safe way um, where we could still enjoy our time. It definitely made the hotel room uh, really worth it because she loved being in there. It was, like I said, felt like a castle and it, we spent a lot of time in there because we did need breaks from, you know, the shopping uh, and the mask wearing and all that kind of stuff. So it was a lot of fun. And for me, I, like I said, I did have a bit of anxiety about how everything would go, but it turned out to be really fun and something that I'm so glad that we did. So those are just a few things that I've been doing. Another thing is, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast, but certainly if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen we got a puppy last fall so he's you know growing out of his puppiness he's 10 months now uh, his name's Charlie and he is a blue healer mixed with a lab and a collie so he's a mix and he's a very high energy very interesting little guy. I've never had a dog before in my whole life. So at 40, when the opportunity came up for us to get this little guy, we we took it and I felt like it's now or never. You know, the kids really wanted a dog. And even though we already have two cats, I decided, yes, let's go for it. And it has been a huge learning experience. But I honestly think it's been a bit of a saving grace during this crazy, crazy COVID time because it's given me something else to focus on for sure. Because that dog is always up, you know, early and he needs attention and he needs to be walked and he needs 
all of the things, the affection, everything. He needs lots of toys to chew. That is like his favorite thing ever. So I'm constantly trying to find him uh, things that he can chew on and trying to train him as best I can. We did have a trainer do a consult with us uh, pretty early into the whole thing to help us get a schedule for him. So I walk him three times a day. And sometimes it's challenging for me to get those and I get kind of stressed about being able to get out with him as much as he needs. But overall, I think it has been something that has really for my mental health been good because it's gotten me out of the house a lot. You know, when I was first starting to work at home in the pandemic, there were days where I felt like I never left the house and I really struggled to get on a schedule, but I felt like... Once we got the dog, I just really had to be on a schedule, um, even more so than what we had to do with the kids, because with the kids, it was a lot of flex. Sometimes they were learning at home, sometimes they were learning at school, where this was something that, um, you know, the dog was really consistent in his needs. So that was really um an interesting addition and I would say a good addition and now he's getting to the point where he is able to jog with me in the morning a lot of days and he seems to be excited to get outside so I'm definitely enjoying the summer the walking was a little less fun in January <laughs> but um, we still we still did it so um, yeah I would say that's been something that's also been saving me a little bit during this time and helping me uh, and getting me to really enjoy things a little bit more, especially the outdoors, which I do love to get out there and appreciate. So that's been one other thing that's been kind of saving me the past few months. Uh, the past, well, we've had him eight months, so that's been good. And he is growing into a really good dog, so we're happy with that. I would say another thing has definitely been therapy. It's been something I'm not in going like every week or something. I'm probably like once a month checking in, but it does give me a good touch point and I tend to have somewhere that when I think of things that I really am not sure about or something that kind of keeps coming up for me, I'll often make a note of it and then make sure that I chat about it with my therapist. So that's been something else that's been a great touch point and a consistent thing during this time. I think for me, the one thing that I've really learned is how much of a routine person I am and how much consistency really helps me. And I knew this about myself. Like I I knew I was a routine person because, you know, every day I would grab my tea from the same place and I would get to my desk at the same kind of time and have the same sort of rituals. But with the pandemic, things really changed. Those rituals changed and somehow felt a lot less consistent. And um, I think building in some of these things like walking the dog, um, of course, children, having children and routine has always been something, you know, our bedtime routine has always stayed the same, reading books and things like that before bed have helped me as well as my exercise routine. You know, I've talked about this in the past that um, you know, during this time, it's been a lot harder to make those healthy food choices at times for me, but um, 
I have found I have consistently reached for exercise as a tool and that's something that's that's also been really saving me during this time. So I think what I just wanted to relay as best as I could is this idea, like I said, from my therapist about approaching things at your speed. And for me, that is not overscheduling myself. That's trying to, like I said, do one thing a weekend, um, try to take measured approaches where we can. And also what I didn't realize was how much I did need that getaway just for a night. I felt such a release just kind of getting away from the house, getting away from the responsibility of cooking. And for me, I think it's that I constantly see things around the house to do. And so I'm always making and adding to my mental to-do list. And I think that's what the girls weekend gave me such a relief from, which is a bit of a breakthrough for me. But just knowing that it's that mental to-do list that that does really tire me out and that I do need to take a break from that sometimes. And it would be nice if I could find a way to do it while I'm at home. And that's maybe something to work on. How do I, how do I give myself that break? But um, certainly a night away was very helpful for that. So that's really it for this week. Just wanted to break things up in the podcast with a little bit uh, more of a personal episode and get you excited for some of the great interviews to come. We are going to talk with someone about womb wisdom and ancestral health. We're going to learn about bullying and bullying prevention, um, as well as a number of other amazing topics like acupuncture. And so I think you guys are really going to enjoy what's coming in August, and I hope that you will stay listening to the podcast through that time as we then head into the fall. So thanks for listening this week, and have a great week. I wrote a book. I'd love for you to check it out. Pendulum by S.E. German is available now. Pendulum is a heartwarming story that follows a young boy who experiences mental health challenges like anxiety, OCD and depression, ADHD and tics following an infection. It turns out he has a little known disorder called PANDAS. The book follows the young boy as he struggles with his health issues as well as regular middle grade issues and it can act as a wonderful catalyst between you and your children to talk about mental health issues and other things that are going on in their life. Pendulum is available online through Amazon Worldwide, Barnes & Noble, the Friesen Press Bookstore, and a number of other online retailers worldwide. And you can check out Chapter 1, the audio version of Pendulum for free on the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast in Episode 64. I hope you enjoy Pendulum by S.E. German and let me know what you think. I'm excited to announce the launch of my author website, www.se-german.com. On this website, you can find out all the information about my publications, focused areas on my novel, Pendulum by S.E. German, where there are questions for parents as you work through the novel with your children, as well as teacher resources that can be used in the classroom. 
There's also information about the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast and recent press. Please visit www.se-german.com. Thank you for listening to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast. Please keep in mind this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. If you are looking for that advice, please seek that out from a professional. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can visit my blog, www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com, or follow me online at Sarah Lady Gluten on Instagram, S A R A L A D Y G L U T E N, or the Facebook page, Sarah Lady Gluten. If you do like the podcast, please consider subscribing so that you will get the podcast update every week and or reviewing the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Thanks again and have a great week.